In the late 70s and early 80s, Gego develops one of her biggest bodies of work, which is the Dibujo Sin Papel, the drawings without paper. Here's Gego working on the series for 12 years, from 1976 to 1988, uh, which is by far one of her longest um, running Challenges what a drawing can be. The drawing doesn't need the paper anymore, doesn't need the pencil, doesn't need the carbon, it doesn't need the frame. Uh, the drawings are now free in space. No longer is she using the available industrial elements that she was using from the you know, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Here she's really um, looking into her own archive now and, 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 and recycling, reusing. She starts to integrate leftovers of uh, electronic uh, equipment, parts that she finds maybe in the trash. They also um, relate to the, the appearance of the, of the shanty towns or the favela cities that are, are made out of found material. There's a relationship between Gego seeing the changes uh, that are happening in Caracas, a city that, that she saw being transformed into a modern city, but which at that moment cannot house anymore the overgrowing population, which, which does not have access to everything that, that modernity had, had promised. And this starts to, to appear in, in Gego's work, no? the, the kind of disenchantment with the promises of the shapes of modernity. In a, in a later series, which is one of her last series, The, the Bichos, uh, perfect geometry doesn't exist anymore. No? The Bichos are made out of, uh, of collapsed forms where, uh, where the wire becomes shapeless, no? where, where the remains of something that could have been now exist as formless structures. During the late 1980s to the early 1990s, She's starting this series that she calls um, tejeduras, or weavings, and, and these are very small-scale uh, works on paper, almost collage-like, that are composed of strips of paper that she interlaces and creates these abstract patterns. If we think about what she was doing uh, in her earlier sculptures with reticularia, where she's kind of weaving with uh, steel and aluminum and wire, here she's really kind of taking it back now to a very basic form of paper. When Gego dies in 1994, she leaves behind a wealth of artworks. And so it really falls onto her children and her family as heirs to preserve her artistic production. And so Fundación Gego has been crucial uh, within uh, this endeavor, and um, the directors of that foundation, Tomas Guns and Barbara Guns, um, who are Gego's children, um, really opened up their doors to us. In this way, the exhibition at the, at the Guggenheim is a, a celebration of, of their efforts and, uh, and of their work. It is also a celebration of uh, Gego's life, of uh, a woman who, who challenged adversity, but... Uh, for whom art was a medium or a way into which continue being alive, in which to, to challenge the, the norms of her time. No? If you learn to read through the language of abstraction, you also see that the lines are also the lines of a life. No? Uh, 